Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, thanks for tuning in again to another edition of Growing in Grace. It's Joel and Mike and the Growing in Grace podcast found each week with a new episode at growingingrace.org. But not only do you get our new episodes, you get all 600 plus episodes that we've done over the last 12 years. And so you can find again all of it at growingingrace.org. I am Joel and Mike is right here with me. How's things going for you, Mike? Oh, everything's going good, Joel, as far as I know. (laughs) know. If it's not, I I probably don't want to know. Maybe. (laughs) Stay in denial then. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's uh, don't make me say it's a river in Egypt. (laughs) I I didn't use (laughs) use that it. All right. Yes, we were all in one accord at denial. Um, (laughs) Hey, uh, last week we got into a chapter that we would like for you to kind of keep on your list of chapters to refer back to or to look at carefully for yourself sometime because there's some real revelation that that Paul brought to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And I think what's neat about this is not only was it great for them, but it's especially applicable for us today who have been in Christian religious circles and have been taught certain mixtures of the old covenant and the new. And that has kept us held back Hmm. because they were never meant to be mixed together. The old covenant had a purpose. Of course, we know the new covenant has a purpose, but they were never meant to be mingled and mixed together. They just weren't. They were very different covenants, the Bible says. One's not like the other. And one came to an end, which we're about to get into, whereas one would be everlasting, new, and, and better, permanent. So I think with, with all of those things being brought out, much, many of those things being brought out in this chapter, it's, it's kind of an important one for, for you to get familiar with. A lot of great chapters in the New Testament, but 2 Corinthians 3 is a real good one. And we left off right around 2 Corinthians 3, verse 7. And uh, one thing we had pointed out last week, earlier in the chapter when Paul was talking about the people he was writing to, that they were a letter from Christ delivered by the apostles, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone. Guess what has been written on stone? I mean, out of all the law and the hundreds of commands and statutes and rules within the Old Covenant Mosaic Law, which were the only ones written on tablets of stone, it was what we call the Ten Commandments. Paul is making this contrast between the ministry of the Spirit and that old letter, that old ministry written on tablets of stone and with ink that killed. That ministry killed. It did not give life. The letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. That's kind of where we left off in verse 6. And so, Joel, uh, let's jump into uh, verse 7 in this passage as Paul continues to, I think, bring out some things that for many Christians today will be a shock if they've never heard it before. Yeah, if you've never heard this before, this is shocking stuff. Calling the law, you know, saying that the letter kills, saying that the law is what he's talking about, that kills. And then in verse 7, now if the ministry of death carved in letters on stone 
the law, the ministry of death, it that doesn't compute in a lot of brains uh, because in many in many eyes, well, the law is our guideline. The, the law is supposed to be what helps us to live right. The law was given to help us live right. And that's, again, exact, I think I brought this out last week. It's something that Paul said. He thought that the ministry of the law was going to bring life. He thought that it was going to help him not covet. But what it did when the law came, coveting of every kind came. It was exactly the opposite of what he thought. And so Paul says here in 2 Corinthians 3 that the ministry of death, is what the law was, carved in letters on stone. Like you said, that was the law, the Ten Commandments, the Mosaic law was the ministry of death. But he says, now here's the thing, that ministry came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory. Now remember another thing that Paul said about the law. He said, the law is good, the law is just, the law is holy. There's nothing wrong with the law. It's the ministry of death because nobody can keep it. There is no one righteous, no, not one. There is nobody, even those people who were under the law for hundreds of years, the Israelites, they never kept it. Look in Romans 2 and 3. All of that is brought out there. But the law is something that was the ministry of death because nobody could keep it. And it had glory. In such glory that if you remember when Moses came down from the mountain, such glory on his face, he had to cover it because of all that glory. However, like I said last week, this is a chapter of contrasts. Paul is contrasting, like you were saying, Cap, the ministry of the law, which was the ministry of death, with the ministry of life, which is the ministry of the Spirit, the new covenant that we're under. So it had glory, but that glory was being brought to an end. I'm reading from the English Standard Version here, the ESV, in verse 7. Others say that the glory was passing away. But I like, you know, Cap, you brought this to my mind, you brought this to my attention, how this says being brought to an end. If you look in Hebrews, it says the old covenant was made obsolete. It came to an end. And so, because of that glory which was being brought to an end, and it has now ended, will not the ministry of the Spirit, and again, that's the life of the Holy Spirit in us, the new covenant, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? Good stuff there. It's excellent stuff. Um, Where can I jump in here with what you just talked about? I only read two verses, man. Not even two. (laughs) I know, know, and I I was getting lost in them. I was getting lost (laughs) in those verses. That's good. Like a maze. It is. Um, It's amazing. Yeah, so we got the law with over 600 rules, commands, and statutes, but Paul is getting specific here with what the Christian world would think of as the top 10, right? (laughs) (laughs) The ones carved in stone. The other ones came along with it. Mm -hmm. They they were a package deal. They, Mm -hmm. They were attached. What was written in ink and on paper through the many other rules, commands, and statutes under the law were attached to these that were also written in stone, and they were never meant to be broken up. Exactly. Remember in Deuteronomy, God said that the law, nothing should be added to it, and nothing will be taken away from it. It was never meant to be tweaked. It was never, it was never meant to be um, have, having some things taken off and, and other things added on. It was, it was written in stone on those Ten Commandments, and then there were many other laws that followed. And But there's something specific being said here because this ministry of Mount Sinai, the stone tablets. Paul goes on to say, 
and, and one thing that you brought out here with in, in verse um, 7, the Israelites could not really even look at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, being brought to an end. Even when the ministry started, even as Moses was coming down the mountain, that ministry was being brought to an end. And the Psalms and the prophets talked about it, talking about that old ministry being replaced with something new. And, and so it, it was being brought to an end. And, and yet Moses' face had so much glory, he had to cover it. It was so bright and so glorious, he had to cover it so that the people could, you know, not be blinded, I guess, by it. And, and so, even though, but, but it was being brought to an end. Will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? So, if, if what was being brought to an end had glory, to where they could not even gaze at the face of Moses, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, brief pause here, <laughs> if there was glory in the ministry of what? The ministry of what? The ministry of condemnation. You ever heard of such a thing? I don't know if you have in church or not. I'll bet you've heard a lot of condemnation <laughs> ministry. <laughs> but I don't know if you've ever heard of the ministry of condemnation and what it is. For if there was glory in that, the ministry of con condemnation, the ministry of righteousness must far exceed it in glory. Indeed, now don't miss this. Don't miss this. Slow down, rewind, do what you have to do. Indeed, in this case, verse 10, what once had glory has come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was being brought to an end, I repeat, if what was being brought to an end came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. See the contrast between that old Mosaic law ministry of condemnation with the commandments written on stone versus the ministry of the Spirit that gives life, the ministry of the Holy Spirit that gives life is where we are now. Yes, and there's there's so much to bring out about the contrasts, again, that are, are shown here. Again, what you'll often hear in church is that if you keep the law, you'll be good with God. I mean, people will say that we're not saved by the law, but once you're saved, you need to start keeping the law. But here, it's saying that the law was the ministry of death and the ministry of condemnation. What's it contrasted with? It's, it's contrasted with the ministry of righteousness. And so the law is not the ministry of righteousness. The law, which had glory that came to an end, is not the ministry of righteousness. Again, a lot of people think that we need the law to show us how to live, but the law is only the ministry of death and the ministry of condemnation. Paul also elsewhere calls it the ministry of bondage, and he says that it was put in place to make people guilty before God. That's all that the law can do. The glorious law, the law that had glory, could only condemn, kill, put people in bondage, make people guilty. However, the ministry of righteousness, and that is this new covenant, that's the ministry of the Spirit, not written with ink, not written on tablets of stone, 
but it's the Holy Spirit written in our hearts, the Holy Spirit himself in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. You remember that? Christ in us, he is the hope of glory. And that glory is the, one, is the glory that surpasses that old glory, which, like it says here, indeed, in this case, what once had glory, the old covenant, the old law, has come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. That glory is the Holy Spirit in us. And again, verse 11, which we'll uh, end on right here for today, for if what was being brought to an end, brought to an end, came with glory, much more what is permanent. Uh, another version says what remains has has much has much more glory. I like that word permanent because that word which remains, that word permanent, it really does mean it's something that's here to stay. The law was not here to stay. That ministry that condemned, that killed, that put people in bondage and made people guilty, it was not here to stay. It was only for a certain amount of time and for a certain reason. It was to point people to faith in Christ. But now this new ministry, now that Christ is here, that ministry is what we're in. That ministry remains and is permanent. We'll talk more about that next week and why there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.